0: Wealth Tactic Rebels, ingenious tactics to accumulate wealth for people who see things differently.
1: Welcome to another episode of Wealth Tactic Rebels, the wealth podcast for people who see things differently. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the three funding choices that you have when you make any major capital purchases in your life. And we're going to talk about also some wealth tactics. That will help you maintain the most liquidity, use, and control of your money during your lifetime and may have a profound impact on your financial future. I'm your host, Kevin Dumont with Dumont Wealth, and I've been thinking differently in the wealth field for over 10 years. And joining us today is our lovely co host, Brian. <laughs> lovely. Okay. Well, you know. Well.
2: Uh, This is Brian Dumont. Glad to be here, Kevin. I'm the founder and manager of Dumont Wealth, and great to be here again.
1: We have great discussions together. So as I mentioned, we're going to be talking about the three funding choices that you have when you're making what we call a major capital purchase. For a little bit more explanation about what a major capital purchase is, let's have Brian go into detail about that.
2: Sure. Sure. So a major capital purchase in our personal economic model of the world is anything that you cannot fund entirely out of your monthly cash flow. Right. Right. So, uh, for instance, if you're going to buy a house, uh, you know, that's not going to that's a major capital purchase. If you have to fund a wedding, that's probably a major capital purchase for most people. You know, maybe your annual vacation of you know, two weeks going to Europe is something that you don't fund out of your monthly cash flow. You maybe have to save for that. It's it's more than a regular expense.
1: Yeah. And like we never have those come up in our life. <laughs> <laughs> so when that choice, when that uh, major expense comes up in our life, we're all presented with a choice at that time, an option of how we're going to fund it. What are those three ways, Brian?
2: So I like to give sort of a, a three choice answer to that. And uh, from what I call spender, saver, or wealth creator. Uh-huh. Now here's what the spender does when they look at how they're going to fund a major capital purchase. Okay, The spender would be someone who really is in a position of no collateral, meaning they haven't been saving monthly because they've been spending everything on their lifestyle. Or maybe, you know, there was something adverse financially that happened in their life. And at the moment, they don't have significant savings. So they only have one option when it comes to a major capital purchase, and that is to borrow the funds. Right Now, unfortunately, when you borrow funds, the bank is only going to lend to you if you have some type of collateral. And if you don't have savings or investments to use as collateral what are they going to use as collateral
1: well they use your uh future income
2: exactly so they'll ask you how much you make uh, they'll look at all of that records and they will lend to you based on taking a portion of your monthly cash flow to repay that liability that you're about to take so it reduces not only your monthly uh Lifestyle, but it also means that essentially you have a liability against your future income. Right. Okay. That's um, what we call the spender. You're spending your future uh, income.
1: Right. Right. Which, you know, we, as we talked about in our previous episode, when you're spending your future income, not only you're reducing your lifestyle now, but your potential lifestyle in the future as well.
2: Yes, and it's it's kind of risky if you think about it because it 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 requires that you're able to continue working, and as we all know, statistically, um, not all of us are going to be able to work productively for every year of our right. let's call it working years, right. right? Right. Yeah. So if that changes at all as it did, for instance, during the recession in 2008, 2009, right. uh, for many people, that becomes a real problem. It does.
1: Right? life's on predictabilities.
2: So that's what we call the spender. Now, by contrast, uh, there are people who I would call the saver. Now, the saver is in a position of having saved some money, probably over time, right, by directing some of their monthly cash flow into an investment or a savings. And it's available. Um, And when that major capital purchase, let's suppose that they have saved $100,000 and they want to fund a wedding for $50,000, well, rather than go to the bank to fund that or rather than reduce their future income, they simply drain the tank by $50,000 and spend the money. Right. And then, of course, over time, they're going to repay themselves that $50,000. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing about it is that I don't know too many people who actually repay themselves at interest. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, right. Most right? people don't think of it that way.
2: It's like, okay, I borrowed 50. I'm going to put 50 back. I'm done. Well, yeah. how long did it take you to put the 50 back? Well, well for a major capital purchase, it could take many months. Years even. Uh, to, to put it back. Yeah. Right? That's why you had to drain the tank because you couldn't fund it on a monthly. So if it took you six months or if it took you, you know, five years to repay yourself, well, five years that, at interest, that was... That was quite significant. Yeah. A lot more than you started out to borrow. Yeah,
1: absolutely, right?
2: absolutely. So it does
1: allow a little bit more flexibility in lifestyle um, than, of course, the other choice. Because uh, you know, if you had a bad month, you don't have to pay yourself back. But then that's part of the other problem with it is the um, it's the human factor, right? You
2: know, it and, is the human factor. And and let me ask you. So why does a person? drain their savings to pay for a major capital purchase? What are they trying to avoid? They're
1: trying to avoid uh, uh, two things, the obligation of having to pay the bank. And (laughs) the big one that people uh, usually are concerned with is the interest that they would have
2: to pay the bank. Exactly. Right. So people often believe that by draining their own tank rather than using somebody else's money is that they're saving interest. Right. Of course. Well, again, if you're going to be the honest banker, uh, who are you financing this from? Not somebody else's bank, but your own. Right. Of course. Right. If that's the case and you're going to be honest about it, you still owe yourself that money, that interest. Right. 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 Because, If when you drain the tank, you gave up earning interest for the period that the money was out of your savings, out of your safe tank or your investment tank. Right. So really, the cost is not really less. And in other words, you didn't save interest because there was still opportunity cost on that money. Absolutely.
1: That that time period that that money was out of your account, whatever account that was. The bank or other financial institutions or investments weren't paying you any interest. So while you might not have been paying the bank an interest, no one was paying you an interest when you drained your tank.
2: Right. So for instance, if, save, if your uh, rate of return on your investment tank is 7% and you borrowed money out to buy the new house, you've got to repay yourself the principal and the 7% compounded over the time it takes you to replace that. Right. Or if you took the money out of your savings tank, your safe tank, and your rate of return was four, well, you've got to put back the principal plus 4% compounded for the period.
1: Exactly. Makes sense? Makes sense. Uh, Because otherwise, you're actually behind.
2: Precisely. You know, some people will say, well, hey, shouldn't I just repay myself at the rate that the bank was going to charge me if I borrowed money from them? Well, you could yeah. do that, right? Right, of course. If the bank was charging eight, you could repay yourself at eight, but uh, at very least, you've got to repay yourself what your rate of return was on your investment or your safe tank. Absolutely. To be fair, to be, right. right, to be honest. To make up for the opportunity costs of having that money out of your tank. Right. Now, let's move on to the third scenario. And the third scenario is the person that I like to call the wealth creator. Now, I think I might have said this before, but, you know, what's the best use of a dollar?
1: Best use of a dollar is uh, one that can do two things at the same time.
2: (laughs) You (laughs) knew where I was going with this, Kevin. (laughs) Exactly. Multiple uses for the same dollar. Okay, so when you have created a safe tank, that is collateralizable, if I can use that word. Sure. Uh, Now you are in a position where rather than draining your tank like the saver does, rather than draining it, you might be able to assign a portion of that tank as collateral and borrow the funds from an outside source, a third party, a bank or another lending institution. Now, why would you do that?
1: Well, to avoid draining your tank.
2: And when you avoid draining your tank, what are you able to do? Essentially, you're able to keep the money working for you. Keep, keep the money working for you, right? So, if I know, for instance, that in my safe tank I'm earning six uh, percent in a tax-free environment, well, and the bu- and the lender is only charging four and a quarter. Well, now, I'm keeping two things. One is I'm keeping the spread, the difference between the cost of borrowing, and what I'm earning on my money in the safe tank. Right. In this case, you know, almost 2%. And I'm also in a position of control, right? Absolutely. Meaning I still have access to the money. If push comes shove, I've got money in my safe tank. I haven't given it up by draining it to make this major capital purchase. Right. So right. I always say, you know, control is position A. That's where I want to be. Absolutely. And... So when I can assign collateral and remain in control of my environment, you know, even if there was no spread, meaning even if there was the cost of borrowing was the same as or maybe even a little more than uh, what I'm actually earning on my safe tank, I might be tempted to actually still do that again. Why? Because of the issue of maintaining control. control them, yeah.
1: Control is important for everyone.
2: Don't say I'm a control freak. Maybe I am. <laughs> okay. Well, it's possible. <laughs> well, it could be, uh, but in a good way, at least in this case, yes. right? Control in finance is always a good thing. I'd rather be in control than have the bank in control anything.
1: I think. Uh, <laughs> Pretty- I think most people would agree with you in that circumstance.
2: <laughs> right. Exactly. So, so what the wealth creator is doing is is. You know, there's multiple factors for us to consider, and by not draining your tank, your safe tank or your investment tank, but using it as collateral, that's a great position to be in. Now, if it were the case that the cost of borrowing was significantly higher than using the money in your tank, you could use them, keeping the money in your tank. You could use the money in your tank, right, right, right. But that's a decision you have to make at the time, right. But that's one of the position of control. Right,
1: but... And we don't like to give that
2: up if we don't have to. Right, we
1: don't. Again, I think you're also illustrating the fact that you have a choice, right? When you're the wealth creator, you have a choice. If you're not a wealth creator, if you're a spender, or if you're a saver, your choices are far more limited.
2: Exactly. The choices are limited. And choice is always a great thing when it comes to your economic model, and... Hopefully, as well, you can profit from times when, you know, assigning that collateral and using other funds will help to grow your tank over time, right? Because even though it's only 1.75% uh, net spread, let's call it, when you compound that out over a 30-year period, for instance, that makes a huge, huge impact right. on what you end up with in your two, one of your two tanks. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. Compounding interest is a powerful thing. So if you keep that going, it's exponential over your life.
2: Exponential. And the larger this major capital purchase is, the greater the impact that this is going to have on your long-term economic position.
1: Right. So, you know, this sounds like a fantastic tactic that our listeners can take advantage of during their life to put them in a better position to control, right? They can either... Uh, as we talked about, they can, it, when it comes to any major capital purchases, they can either be the saver, the spender. Um, spender is, of course, uh, the least desirable position because you have no money. So you have no options. You're, you're all, ma- all your major capital purchases become a liability, restricting your life now and in the future. And then the saver right. has maybe a little bit more flexibility, a little bit more lifestyle. Uh, Because they pay for everything out of pocket by draining their tank, and you know that's maybe a little bit better position because at least they get above the zero line. They're not just in debt; they have actual money, and they have some flexibility about paying themselves back on it. But that's a problem because, as we said, you know, you you don't know what's going to happen in the future. You're going to need more money. You don't know when it's going to happen, but you're going to need it, and and you may not have repaid yourself and you
2: yeah and and let me speak to that for a second kevin um you know one of the things i haven't mentioned yet is that the recommended let's call it amount of collateral that you have pledged against your safe tank for instance is an important thing to think about right, right. you don't you don't want to pledge 100% of it or even 120% of it for instance right meaning You have put yourself into a debt situation where so much of the the borrowing is so much greater than what you have saved that you are, again, putting yourself in the position of the spender, meaning you have significant obligations on your future income. Right. Right. So what I like to say is, you know, the wealth creator is going to put themselves in a position of borrowed only up to maybe fifty percent. Right. Right. Fifty percent right? of what they have in their safe or their investment tank. In the safe tank, maybe it's fifty. In the risk tank, it has to be probably less than that because those are discounted dollars, you understand? Right. There's there's risk of loss. Risk of loss. So, so that, that
1: that money is not guaranteed to be there. So <laughs> you might
2: you, you can't borrow dollar for dollar against it. Right. Because
1: if you do, right. then you might end up being be the up. negative.
2: You could be end of the negative. So there's got to be some buffer there. They might be 50% discount, for instance, on those dollars. In your safe tank, you might not be any discount. It's 100% it's dollar to dollar, but we still don't want to over leverage ourselves, meaning we don't want 100% liability against what we have in our safe tank. Does that make sense?
1: Makes sense to me. Um, I mean, if you, if you over leverage, you're right back to uh, square one. Exactly. You don't want to work... You're right back to a
2: vendor, a sense. Right.
1: you don't want to work years to get there right. and then just Another... you know you're
2: back if you if you if you' borrowed over a hundred percent a hundred and twenty percent against your safe tank, now the only thing you've got to support that is of course your future income, which is a lot of risk when you do that again, as we know that's not a position of control right right not much wiggle room when it comes to that exactly
1: yeah. That is a wonderful tactic. Uh, I think many of our users will find this useful during their life. Uh, They might find themselves currently as a spender or currently as a saver. But now this is a different way of thinking about how to use whatever it is that they have for collateral Mm -hmm. and maintain more control and keep that collateral working for them. It's like you said, that dollar doing multiple things at the same time. So that keeping that dollar walk, talking and chewing gum all the same time, right? <laughs> so <What a> trick. <laughs> there you go. That's a great trick. <laughs> but uh, so um, wealth creator, that's what we're all shooting for.
2: There it is. There it the is. Position of control, wealth creator, ending up with more money at the end of the day, at the end of you know your lifetime um, as a result of, understanding the interplay of what your options are right once you have put yourself in position a position of control money in a safe and in an investment tank
1: absolutely thank you Brian I think this has been another powerful episode for our wealth tactic rebels
2: great glad to be here Kevin
1: so today uh, again we talked about the three Ways that you can fund major capital purchases of your life. You can be a spender, you can be a saver, or you can be a wealth creator. And uh, I really feel that um, we really think that wealth creator is the most advantageous position to be in. It's where you're going to maintain liquidity, liquidity, use and control of your money, and um, have more of it in the long run. Thank you again for joining us today, and don't forget to go to uh, get your free. Guide to the three key areas that you could be losing money unknowingly and unnecessarily. Um, and go to wealthtacticrebels.com to get that. And we will uh, talk to you in our next episode. Thank you again. Have a fantastic day.
0: Want to really see things differently? Take our course, Ingenious Tactics 201, where we teach you all the wealth accumulating tactics with detailed real life examples. See your progress with quizzes and a certificate of completion. For course details, visit WealthTacticRebels.com. Sign up today and start seeing things differently. Want to really see things differently? Take our course, Ingenious Tactics 201, where we teach you all the wealth-accumulating tactics with detailed real-life examples, see your progress with quizzes, and a certificate of completion. For course details, visit WealthTacticRebels.com. Sign up today and start seeing things differently.